Amazon. I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes I'm here with the boys, and we have a special friend too. So I'll give her a chance to introduce herself now. Hi, I'm Amrita. Uh, I'm dating Harsha, and I've known Tarun since like elementary school, and I went to high school with Haran, and I know Christian through visiting tech for the past three years. Um, I just am graduating from UVA this weekend, I guess, technically, and I'm taking a gap year, and I'm going to apply to a master's in healthcare administration programs in the fall. That's pretty fire. Crazy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Um, I think... We've all been pretty bored in quarantine. We've all been watching a lot of everything. So I think we're going to hit on TV today. We already talked about entertainment like while we were growing up before. But I think this week we're going to focus mostly on like television and all that kind of stuff. So we'll get started by uh, I just going around and saying like our favorite shows like right now. Harsha, what's your favorite show right now? Right now, I'm watching Avatar The Last Airbender for the first time after That's right. all of my roommates have convinced me and Amrita has convinced me as well. And it's coming on Netflix, so I'm going to wait until it comes there to like finish the series. How far are you right now? Uh, I'm at book two, like episode five or six. I forgot. And uh, outside of that, I watch First Take every day on ESPN. What about your guys' Narcos dates, bro? Oh, yeah. I was going to let her talk about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My recent favorite show is probably This Is Us. They just had their fifth season end, I think. Um, I don't know when it'll come back because shooting's probably on hold right now. What is This Is Us? It's this, like, intense family drama. Um, there's three twins and each of them are, like, or triplets and they're grown up and they have their own families and stuff. And it follows their lives, like, in the present and in the past when their dad was alive and he, like, dies. Oh, shit. It's a reality TV? No, no. It's like a very... No, it's not reality. It's like... Like it's, it's scripted, a, yeah. It's just like a yeah. drama, yeah. But also it's two It's two twins and an adopted trip to make it a triplet. Yeah, but like they were supposed to be triplets and they adopted the third one. Yeah, it was a lot of emotional trauma yeah. with that one. Yeah. It's a pretty good show. I, I watch it too because my sister Wait, how did it. they find a third... What, you gotta what, watch. Uh, you gotta watch. You gotta watch. You gotta watch. <laughs> no, I'm saying like... Do they look the same? Like... No, he's black. The other two are white. Yeah. So they're not triplets, right? They're just... They were born on the siblings? same day. <laughs> oh. Because, like, a fireman finds him and leaves him at the hospital, so they take him. Yeah, the, the writing to that show is really good. Like, they have... They always, like, manage to, like, intertwine storylines like crazy. It's always, like, yeah. insane twists and stuff. What about Zumbo? I thought Zumbo was your favorite show. Zumbo's is my favorite cooking show. What is Zumbo? I also cried at the end of that. <laughs> what if you <laughs> what is Zumbo? <laughs> it's called Zumbo's Just Desserts, and it's the best baking show that I've ever seen. The challenges are so insane. Um, one of them was, like, they had to make a table with a functioning drawer, and all of it was, like, chocolate and pound cake. I mean, Christian, what have you been watching? Oh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you, because you're, you usually don't watch that much TV. So. Yeah, no, uh... I feel kind of useless because I don't watch TV, <laughs> um, but uh, I guess most recently I've seen half of Dave, a uh, little Dicky show, um, with you and my other roommate here. I watched a lot of Veep. Um, I like going back and like watching like old SNL. I guess I mean I've talked about I watched a lot of last week tonight, 
I used to watch a lot of Big Bang Theory, which made me kind of a cuck. So I don't really like that show anymore. <laughs> um, at first, I thought it was funny, and then I hit like sophomore year of high school, and I was like, "Wow, this show is really stupid." It's just like the same. It's fake smart. It's like fake deep. Like it talks about a lot of like things that seem smart, but when you look at it, they're really not that smart. No, it's just like it's just. I felt like they just use the same jokes over and over again, like the same yeah. like, stereotypes and stuff. So it got kind of old. But I I do like the first like couple seasons of Big Bang Theory. It's pretty decent. Yeah, first couple seasons I like. I was gonna say like, I think with Friends and I don't know whatever other comedy should, like sitcoms, they use the laugh track a lot. But in Big Bang Theory, they literally use it every sentence. And once yeah. I made that realization, I just I turned the TV off. Yeah, definitely a little obnoxious with their use of it. Yeah, definitely. I think as I got older, I started to prefer shows that didn't have the laugh track because then you could see how actually funny, like how funny it actually is. I feel like sometimes it's a placebo where like the laugh track makes you think it's funny. Yeah, that's the whole oh, point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't watched much TV recently either. It's mostly been like YouTube and stuff. Um, but yeah, like Christian said, I also watched Dave. I finished it um, like last week. It was actually surprisingly good. I don't know if we talked about it on here before, but um, I thought it was pretty entertaining for a show. It kind of reminded me of Atlanta, too. But yeah, other than that, uh, what else have I seen recently? I've been watching Family Karma. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah. Where are you watching yeah. it on? I have, like, bootleg links online. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard it was going to be on Hulu soon. Oh, true? Maybe I'll finish it on there. I watched, like, the first four or five episodes, basically, like, it's a reality TV show, but it's all, like, Indian families um, in Florida. Yeah. And they're all kind of crazy, as you, you would expect. It's just it's just entertaining to me to see uh, a reality show, like, with my people. Because I, I definitely, like, more have more of an, like, understanding, I guess. Or I've, I've, like, witnessed stuff like that happening before within the Indian community. So it's funny to see them. Yeah, I like how they said something about, like... Our parents all had arranged marriages, but now because they're friends, we all have arranged friendships. That's like exactly what family friends is yeah. for Indians. <laughs> and there's like a gay dude on it. And yeah. so I was just curious to see how that went within the Indian community. I mean, it's pretty chill, at least in their family, but. They're all like rich, right? Oh, yeah, loaded. What have you been watching, Haran? Um, I actually haven't been watching that much TV. Which is weird, because usually I watch a lot of TV during breaks, but I kind of, like, ran into the problem where a lot of the shows that I've been watching or, like, have been watching for a while, they've all, like, re- recently ended, or, like, the seasons have ended, too. Like, there's not many shows that I've, like, I've been watching in the past that have been continued as of right now, so I guess I'm, like, in the process of trying to find a new show to watch. Um, the only show I've been watching has been West Wing, um, but I've been... I don't know, I've been starting to lose a little bit of interest into it, but um, I, guess, I think just because like, season one is really good, but season two so far has been kind of slow. I also watched um, a little bit of season six of Game of Thrones while I was at my friend's house, but that's, other than that, I have not seen any Game of Thrones, and I never really had the interest to do it, but that's the one show that I like cracked on, I guess, because like, I've never seen Breaking Bad, like, there's a lot of shows that are like, not like cult favorites, but just like super popular series that people have watched all the way through that like i just have no interest in i I know that they're probably good i just i don't have the dedication to like watch a whole show over that kind of period of time ron you should watch game of thrones because you have the time now right to like yeah no i do i don't know i I just feel like i won't enjoy that kind of show i think a lot of the experience the experience of game of thrones for me was like 
watching and knowing like so much of the country or like the world was watching and like after I watched an episode I would like go on Twitter and look through like the hashtag and that like that was the most fun part for me especially the last season because that wasn't great yeah I was gonna make that point do you guys struggle to binge like old shows I like if like think like a show that was released like 10 years ago like do you struggle to binge it or like do you have like the urge to like kind of just like skip episodes and just like get to like just like look up stuff because I feel like when I'm like watching a show that's like coming out as um like it coming out as I'm watching it like I've I'm definitely more into it than binging like an old show like that's for me at least yeah I think it depends on the show um some shows are just really binge worthy like you can keep going but other shows you have to like push yourself through at some point you're like it's not worth it right because I agree with your point because I like going on Twitter after like watching like live episodes but like you lose that engagement factor if you watch old shows Game of Thrones I watch four or five seasons in one sorry like three weeks um, over winter break and I just got so burnt out because you have to pay like uber attention and then um, school started again because this was winter break so school started again then I just kind of slowed down and then I didn't watch for like a long time and Harsha was like oh season's eight season eight's coming out like you gotta finish it you finish it and I was just like okay okay I will and then season eight came out and everyone hated it and now I have no motivation to finish it like whatsoever <laughs> wait did you still up and watch it? <laughs> No, nah, because you, know you know what happens. Or like, I don't know what day. happens, but like, I I don't want to know what happens. Um, so I'd rather watch it. But the problem is, the first four seasons that I watched was like a year and a half ago, and there's all these like intricate details that are in it that I just don't remember. So I'm gonna have to rewatch those four seasons and the next four seasons. So I'm gonna have to rewatch the whole show if I want to watch it. I don't think so. I feel like I don't remember TV when I watch. Like, it's a very passive viewing. And right before the season eight came out, I just went on YouTube and watched like a 30 minute recap of everything that someone else had made. Do you guys like shows? And I guess this applies to movies, too, that are like based off of like old stories or like already written books or whatever. Or do you prefer like, I don't know, made from scratch, I guess, like those kinds of series. Because like Game of Thrones, for example, is like adapted like from stories and a lot of like the popular series, like obviously Harry Potter and like. Percy Jackson and Twilight and all that shit is all adapted from already written stuff. I think there's a bigger audience for adaptations because going into it, like there's going to be a whole fan base already waiting to see what's happening. But I definitely respect for like shows that are built from the ground up and manage to like build an audience throughout. But I also think I watch both. Like I don't, I don't really have a preference to either. Yeah, I don't think I have a preference either because at least when I was watching Game of Thrones, I didn't really think about it as it being based off a book. I was just watching it just for what it is and also Amrith and I are watching Narcos right now uh through Netflix party and that's based on like something that happened in the 80s or 90s right so but I just think of it as original content when I'm watching it yeah I think Narcos has done really well too because they like put in real footage of stuff too oh, I didn't know that that's cool yeah and like the actors are cast so well like a lot of them look really similar mm-hmm. I do think that I wish more fantasy stuff was like a tv show instead of movies like i can't imagine game of thrones being fit into a movie and if harry potter had the same treatment it probably would have been amazing as a show damn that's actually that's interesting i never thought about it like that yeah i was thinking if percy jackson was in a tv with a tv tv series instead of that shitty movie we got it would have been so much better because they they rushed that the first book so hard in that movie like they didn't even they didn't even focus on the prophecy he just was just sent to go do his thing. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole, a whole big part of it, and they just skipped over. 
They got her hair wrong, didn't they? Annabelle's hair. Her age also. She's so old. Her age. <laughs> Did they make a Sea of Monsters movie? No. They, they only made one because the first one was so trash and they had no money from it. <laughs> I heard they were about to, I think. And then yeah, I think they were about to as well. A lot of people like the main guy, Logan Lerman. Was it? Mm-hmm. They made a movie in 2013. That's what I thought they did oh. too, but I don't think anyone... Like, no one oh, cared it's just enough. trash. It's... Yeah, it's trash. Amirza, how many shows have you watched since we started quarantining? Oh, too many. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we count March 11th as the beginning, because that's when UVA went online. Um, I've watched... Should I list them or should I just number... No, list them. Count. List them, list them. Okay, so I, I watched the new season of On My Block, because that came out. And then there's a show called Hentified. It's about, like, this taco business in this very, like, Hispanic area of L.A. I forgot what it was called. Um, but then Ugly Delicious, which is, like, a food show where he goes around the world. Shameless. I, wa- I caught up to the last, like, two seasons. Um, Kim's Convenience, the new season came out. Money Heist, I binged with my dad, like, all three seasons. Um, Lovesick is this, like, British show. He gets chlamydia and he has to, like, talk to all the girls he's hooked up with in the past three years. And it, like, kind of goes, like, flashbacks to where he met the girls and then also in the present with his, like, current love life. Um, Too Hot to Handle. This other reality show called Married at First Sight where basically it's, like, arranged marriage but, like, based on their qualities and not just their families or whatever. Um, The Circle. Love is Blind. Working Moms, a new season came out. And then Zumbo's Just Desserts, a new season came out. And then I just finished Sick Note today, which is this other other British show where he fakes having cancer. And it's Rupert Grint, like Ron Weasley from Harry Potter. Um, that's why I started watching it. And it's actually, it's like really very dark comedy. I think Haran, you might like it. It's like seems like something you'd like. But there's like a murder involved and all this stuff. But it's still so like lighthearted and funny about it. And then I'm working on Narcos and Never Have I Ever. And then on Amazon, <laughs> that was all Netflix. And then on Amazon, I watched this. Yo, yo. So wait, what's the counter at? What's the counter at? It's at sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? I mean, like, uh, like all the time that I've spent on Call of Duty, Animal Crossing, or YouTube is probably equivalent to how much she's been watching. But I just can't. <laughs> I can't get into sixteen different shows. Like, I don't think I'd like that many things. Yeah, I'm very easy to please. Wanted to know that you're also a part-time student, right? Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I only had work probably like six hours a week max, if that. Even finals was like total. I spent four hours on my paper. Holy shit. <laughs> like... Okay, yeah. continue. We're at 16, um, right? So. Yeah. Wait, did you count the show I said on Amazon? No, not yet. Okay, so that was called Four More Shots, Please, and you season of that came out. And then on Hulu, this wasn't like an entire season or anything, but it was Brooklyn Nine-Nine, This Is Us, Single Parents, and Superstore. That's it. So 20, I think. 20 or 21. I think 20 That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> we picked yeah. a good person for this episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just, I'm very easy to please. I'll watch anything. Okay, so name your top three out of those 20... 21 um brooklyn 99 this is us i don't know on netflix i think i would pick i think kim's convenience honestly it's like this show why 
Narcos is okay. It's like fine. I don't like serious shows as much. I think. Yeah, these reality shows are really funny to me recently. Yeah, I haven't watched a reality show in like a long time. Like I used to watch it with my family. Like we used to watch um, like American Idol and like oh, I watched yeah. like, The Voice and all. I think I watched a lot of the singing reality shows, but I really I never really got into like the ones with like the big big brother, like where they live together and like all those kind of things. I never really got into it. Yeah, my family's really into America's Got Talent. Um, yeah, but we've never watched like Kim Kardashian or any of that stuff. Britain's Got Talent is better. Yeah, I used to watch those yeah. clips on YouTube when I was younger. There's just less like, how do we describe it? American. I don't know. Americans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to watch a lot of American Idol, and then for some reason, like when I just had free time, I would like go on TV and I would watch like those house flipping shows or whatever. Ooh. Oh yeah, those, those are, are fire. pretty fire. Yeah. There's one called Clean House. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Mm. I've only seen, um, oh, who are the two brothers, bro? What's their names? Property oh, brothers. I know who you're talking Property. about. Property, Property Brothers? Property Brothers, yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah. Uh, sophomore, junior year of high school, they came to um, my the town I went to high school in um, for our, we had like a pumpkin festival. It's pretty stupid, but I've explained it before <laughs> to you guys, but like, <laughs> basically, it's like the town's like big bullshit or whatever. And they came, and my neighbor was on the show, and she's kind of busy, but it's not a point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they came and like filmed. It wasn't for them; it was something else for like HGTV um, that they filmed in like that town, and they like showed off the pumpkin festival. And like at the time, it was like, oh, that's dope. But looking back on it, it's like, oh, that's really sad. <laughs> but did you so, get to meet them? Nah, I didn't know they were there till after. I was like, what the fuck? Um, I would have tracked them down. Do you guys know the show Trading Spaces? Yes. Yeah? Yes, dude. That was so fire <laughs> back in the day. I felt like I was the only person who watched it. It was so good. It was like these kids and they would trade rooms for a week and they'd have to like decorate the room to their liking. Oh. Um, yeah, 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 I remember I that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun watching yeah, I thought it was called Trading designer. Places though. Oh sure, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think you it remember. Was you guys remember that one show like with a, one couple that had like like eight or like eight or like ten kids or something like that, and they're just like focused oh on their yeah, phone. they had like TLC has had like eight of those shows with eight different families, bro. They're all called like eleven and counting, twelve and yeah, counting, yeah, yeah, sixteen yeah. and counting. <laughs> I remember. Oh, that. I, I thought like, they were all the same people. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I remember like two of the families at least. Like they both got like separated. I've been like, damn, like, how the hell do they split up the children? Be like, you get half. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a draft. Yeah, honestly. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, imagine like, being the last pit, last kid picked. In the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Both your parents don't want you. <laughs> Did you guys watch a lot of Food Network? Yes. Yeah. Or like MasterChef and Chopped and... MasterChef wasn't Master Chef was on. Yeah, MasterChef was on Fox, you idiot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> crap. I watched a lot of MasterChef India, actually, too. Oh, I didn't know. Somebody watches that. <laughs> Shit, Tarun, do you remember the um the fucking glass blowing show we watched? Oh yeah, so, oh fuck, I don't know, I don't remember what it's called, but it's a show. It's a competition show on Netflix about glass blowing, and there's all these master glass blowers that make, like honestly, <laughs> like some <laughs> insane shit. <laughs> Imagine having that as your professional title. Master, master class blower. <laughs> it's called Blown Away. But yeah, that's a good show. You should watch it. The host is the host is so whack. The host is so annoying. But um 
just skip through his bullshit because he the host for some reason they hired a host that knows nothing about glass blowing, and so whenever they have um like like so, like essentially like subject matter experts come to judge, he's always asking like dumbass questions. It just pisses me off. Um, but everything else about the show is good. We watched like. How many episodes did we watch in a row? We watched the whole thing. I think it was ten, eight or ten episodes. We watched the whole thing. I feel like hosts are usually annoying for these types of shows. Like all of the ones I watched on Netflix, the girl is so extra. And it, I thought it was the same person, but it's not. Because they have to like, I feel like a lot of the hosts have to like, they have to like try to be like lively and like, because like the contestants are always like super focused, especially like the cooking yeah. one that leaves. The contestants have to be like super focused. So then like the hosts have to like provide like the vibrant or else it just like comes off really serious. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. What do you Ryan Seacrest? Ryan Seacrest is a fucking godsend. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't mind Ryan Seacrest. But he's good at what he does because he's also like a radio show host, right? Yeah, every morning on every Saturday morning he does the count eight like top forty. Yeah. But on shows like The Circle and stuff, the host was just so mean. Like she would really call people out for being stupid. But like what do you expect? They're on a reality show. Like <laughs> I always felt uncomfortable when Simon and Paul are like on the screen together. I felt like they always wanted to like they always wanted to smash, but they never did. Or maybe, maybe they did. Paula, it's Paula Abdul and Simon Cowell. Left field with that, buddy. Bro, every single time, dude. So like, it was nah, nah. It was Randy, bro. Randy was on that shit. <laughs> nah, Randy was the one chilling. Them two were always like, I don't know. They were always like up in their face, and it was so much sexual tension, bro. I know Simon has a kid, but is he married? Probably. That's why he softened over the years. He's been like a real asshole in the beginning. Now he's like more chill, I feel like. <laughs> this man Simon is rolling in the money, though. I'm pretty sure he owns a stake in every single Got Talent show. But how did he go from America's uh, American Idol to um to Britain's Got Talent, to America's Got Talent? And then they also had the X Factor in the UK, and they brought the X Factor here, too. Like, how? <laughs> how did I do <laughs> The X Factor, I'm pretty sure, is completely his. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I think I think he owns a stake in all the God Talents and then some like the idols probably. Speaking of making mad money, this week's sponsor is Anchor.fm. <laughs> they make bad money and so can you if you use them. Alright, welcome back guys. Um, so what do you think makes a good show good? I'll say that again, sorry? Can you, can you repeat that question? The fact what, that what it's a good show. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think are the characteristics of a show that make it good? I think that's pretty subjective to like your taste, right? I mean, we could we could like narrow it down to like what makes comedies good, what makes dramas good. But I feel like even that's kind of just like, oh, it's funny, or like, oh, it's dramatic. Like that's kind of the point of the the genre, you know? What I mean? Yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, the show like shows the, the the good shows are the ones that prolong um, their status, you know? Like because it's hard after a season or two to make new jokes that aren't like reusing the ones that have been used in like previous seasons can't you also just like build on like a a recurring joke as well like yeah you you have to find that balance you have to find the balance between running a joke into the ground and making it repetitive and funny so i think a lot of what it comes down to is the writing because i feel like obviously writers aren't as popular as like the people who star on the shows or the hosts or whatever yeah that's basically what i was gonna say i said the writers are Writing is probably the most important part for comedies, but I'd say for, like, the plot of comedies don't matter as much to me. I don't know if that means too much to you, too, but most of the time I just, what I like about comedies is the interaction between the characters and, like, their dialogue. Usually, like, that's what makes or break it, breaks it for me in comedies, but for dramas and all, the plot has to be moving somewhere else, so I'm just going to lose interest within a couple episodes. I was actually going to say that 
I think the best comedies I've watched, um, basically the all the characters in a good comedy have a good arc throughout the show. You know what I mean? So even if you know, I, I think in general in comedies, every episode is a different situation that they're trying to make fun of or whatever. But I think that uh, if a character, if you see a character grow between each episode, even though they're not related, that's what makes that's what makes a, a show have good longevity and what makes it better. A lot of comedies, they, they tr- like after a couple seasons, characters start to like revert back to how they were acting before, and then that going off your point, it kind of just pisses you off most of the time because you're like, oh, I thought this character was like becoming more mature or like becoming more like this, but now they're acting the same as they were before. It gets annoying. Wait, what's an example of a show with good character development? I thought Scrubs had a pretty good character development because they they focus like the main three characters. They all start out pretty well. They're they're all new to the medical field and like they're finding their way. But then over time, they become more, like, cocky and arrogant. And, like, it's not, like, to the point where, like, you're pissed off at them, but you're, like, you're, like, damn, like, good for them. Like, they're finding their way through it, and you're rooting for them. But then there's also, like, shows where, like, like they start out with a, um, like, a relationship, and then that ends. And then a couple of seasons later, it comes again, and then it ends, and it comes again, and it ends. And, like, those kind of shows, that it pisses me off most of the time. Oh, like New Girl? Yeah, exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Dude, New, New Girl is trash. Like, one of my favorite, um... Comedy is Book of Nine Nine, and my favorite thing about it is like Jake and Amy's relationship because they start out like being ultra competitive and like obnoxious to each other, but like as they grow, they also both like mature. Especially Jake, like he becomes a lot more mature as like his relationship grows with Amy, and like I like how they didn't revert, like they didn't uh, change that as seasons went by. Yeah, I also noticed they're really good at keeping up their chemistry even after they got together because I feel like a lot of shows break their characters up to keep it interesting or whatever and like not go into that monotony but this show's really good at it because like i watch superstore and the like main two characters end up getting together but they're so boring together now like they're very like vanilla couple yeah a lot of comedy suffer from that <laughs> where like the relationship finally happens that you're waiting for and then like it's like ultimate letdown yeah most annoying thing was watching friends and ross and rachel like every other season just having interactions, like almost getting together and not, it's so stupid. I, th- I wish they would just drop it. That's why I think shows like Psych or Brooklyn Nine-Nine are just on a different wavelength than Friends. I think Friends is really good to watch an episode here and there, and that's why people have still been watching it. But I think as a show as a whole, it's not um, it's not the greatest. Yeah, definitely. Same with like How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, How I Met Your Mother, the writing. <sighs> so the sad, end was so man. stupid. <laughs> what about dramas i feel like there's a balance between like developing the plot and developing like, the backstory and everything but also not going so slow that you get bored because i feel like game of thrones season one was too slow and that curve to get into the show was too steep for some people and it should have been a little lower now, what do you guys what's your guys favorite dramas like anyone have like an all-time favorite um, this is us, like I said, but also parenthood is like very similar family story with like it's like an extended family, like three or four siblings, and they all they're all like grown up, and so they all have their own families. I think I just really like that family aspect um, because I can like relate to that, and it's like it's not too serious, but at the same time, because you relate with them, like you feel the emotional aspects of the show without being like overkill. Because for me, I feel like all the drama I watch is like action related drama. So, cause I I really like the superhero like superhero shows, um, the Netflix one at least. Like Daredevil, I'd, I'd classify it as a drama, but it's like it's mainly action, and that's what I like out of it. But there's also good storylines that I care for as well. I don't think you can classify that as a drama. 
You, I can't. I wouldn't say so. What is it? Like a action show, like a yeah. Have you seen all That's of it? it? Yeah, I've seen all of it. At least in my definition of a drama show, it's more about specifically the interaction between characters and the relationships. But that that is a big part of Daredevil, though. I know, but his life in general is it's a like, like that's probably one of the more dramatic stories of like a of a childhood that you can that you could say for i guess i mean there's not much comedy in it I, i'd say it's mostly a drama with action scenes included i would say it's an action show with drama scenes included <laughs> all right then <laughs> oh marvelous mrs Maisel is another show i watched like right before spring break that was a really good drama too in my opinion it was like more comedy side of yeah drama. i was about to say that but it's just, it was, like, set in the 1950s, and this girl, like, becomes a stand-up comic, and she's so, like, fun to watch. Not just when she's doing comic, but just, like, the whole time. And, like, her family and everything. Her dad is the guy who was in Monk, and apparently he was really good in that show. I didn't watch it, but... Oh, I watched that show when I was younger. The show's fire. Yeah, Marvelous Maze Maisel, my, my family loves that show. Well, my mom, my, my, uh, my sister love it. The dad's really funny in that show. Yeah. I like shows that are set in different times. Like, all her outfits are really fun to see. Dude, yeah. Have you seen Peaky Blinders? Ooh, that's one I want to get. I need to watch. That's on my list. You should really watch it. It's, um, Tom Hardy's in it, too. Um, but yeah, it's basically, like, following a British 1950s, I think. 1950s mafia, basically. And all their outfits and everything, are, it's so fucking fresh. <laughs> Mad Men's also in, like, the 50s, right? Mm. Yeah, that's the 60s. That's a good one, too. I've only seen, I've seen, like, a couple seasons of that one. I also want to watch the, the Sopranos. I heard that's a good one because I have HBO. No, I just haven't seen it yet. Also, The Wire. HBO has a lot of good ones. <laughs> yeah, HBO really does have a lot of bangers. That's why I'm because so Veep just ended and um, another comedy on HBO that I watch is Barry and that apparently like the the um, shooting for that got delayed and they usually have like one real like, one or two really good comedies out but there's nothing on it right now and I'm just sad. <laughs> Cause I feel like I'm wasting a subscription right now because that's what I'm subscribed to HBO for. Oh, what was that spaceship show called? No, oh, Avenue Five. Yeah, that that shows <laughs> one of the, one of the more whack things I've ever seen. It's the comedy's like super. Um, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it's like kind of like dry humor. I think it's very dry. A lot of dry humor. Himesh Patel, the one from uh, Yesterday's, in it. Do you guys watch a lot of sci-fi shows? Wait, like sci-fi the network or sci-fi like the genre? Sci-fi like the genre. Well, the answer is no to both, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any sci-fi shows. The ones I used to watch, I guess the main one I only watched was Stargate Atlantis. It's basically like they found Atlantis, and they have stargates, which are just portals to like different planets and shit. I mean, it was kind of actiony, I guess. More sci-fi, yeah. I don't know. It was good. Would Mandalorian count as sci-fi? I haven't seen it, but I was just putting it. Up I'd say it. so. Yeah, Star Wars yeah. is definitely set as sci-fi. I feel like growing up, like, sci-fi shows just got a bad rep. Because, like, everyone, like, always, like, put, like, the nerd, like, connotation, like, to sci-fi yeah. shows. They're always like, oh, you watch Star Trek, nerd. Like, kind of, like, that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't think that exists anymore. Yeah, now they're hipsters. Now they're all hipsters. and like Yeah, it's just weird. They, like, made, they made it cool. Up, when we were growing up, it was, like, it was put on a, showing a bad light on. But I feel like sci-fi is hard to get, like, a good show out of because... It's hard to like make a somewhat realistic sci-fi show without it just going like completely off the ropes and it just being like totally like inconceivable. Which I guess that's some places where people like want to see something that's not possible, but also I think it's important to keep it at least based on science and realism. 
Yeah, I feel like sci-fi does better as movies than shows. I've seen like some of Doctor Who. I think that's alright. What is X Files? Oh yeah, that one too. Then they come back. That's like a reboot, right? I don't know. My mom watched like the OG one. Hmm. I remember they showed us a couple in school. That was it. It was interesting, but I've never watched it on my own. Wait, what is it about? It's like horror mystery. I'd say it's sci-fi related. Yeah, one of the longest running science fiction series. <laughs> but it's about this FBI guy that handles like the like, sci-fi type cases. Yeah, we never, we never really talked about uh, crime solving shows like, like NCIS and all those. Did you guys ever watch that? I, my roommates watched one of them, like, and I kind of watched with, like, NCIS, I think. I don't know. I don't like shows where, like, they do the same thing basically every episode, and then it just changes a little, and there's some plot movement, but not much. Yeah, no, I just got to say the same thing, because I've seen NCIS, but I'll just watch it when it's on the TV, like, on, like, like on a random channel, but I'll, I never, like, actually watch it, like, season by season, because I feel like I don't, I never really need to, because not much plot development outside of them just solving the case. <laughs> yeah. Bro, they just copy and paste, like, the same fucking show. I think it's kind of the same with Law & Order, I guess, where, like, they just copy and paste it in just fucking different locations all across the country. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit, I just realized one of my one of my favorite dramas is Suits. I forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's my mind. Not, not, the, not the later seasons, but the first... I'll, I think the first two were some of my favorite seasons of television history. The only time I ever watched something like Law & Order was when it... It would come on right before like a TNT basketball game at like eight o'clock, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I watched the last ten minutes. Law and Order in like Castle used to always be on TNT right before. So <laughs> annoying. My only experience with Law and Order is like the meme where they do the Law and Order SVU. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I know exactly. <laughs> but okay, so I was curious, and I googled the top one hundred shows or most show, most watched shows of 2018 to 2019 do you want you guys want to make guesses game of thrones yeah okay so i will say number one's kind of whack because it says nfl sunday night football which i wouldn't count but um by total viewers game of thrones is number four yeah, there's like reality shows on there and stuff too um yeah yeah the bachelor's on here two of the like top in the top 15 are, like, um, Thursday Night Football, Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football. Oh, I'm going to guess uh, Big Bang Theory? Yeah, Big Bang Theory is number seven, apparently. That's so Damn, I used, like, used to be, like, number one, like, two years, three years ago. Uh, the, I think this list is fucked, actually. I think I does think this list is fucked. Um, <laughs> it's got to be some, some CBS crime, NCIS or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like that. that's a, Or, yeah, like, yeah. Modern Family. Yeah, both of those. Both of those are in there. Good Doctor. Yeah, that shit's in there, too. Them, I didn't, I didn't realize you knew all these, bro. But I just, I just know CBS shows. CBS shows just bang in ratings, bro. Good Doctor is ABC though. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, there was another Good Wife. Was that the CBS one? I think that's Good one. Wife. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Turin is six, 60 minutes on there. Sixty minutes is on here. Yeah. It's actually no. It's not in the top fifteen. It's twenty two, but it's at the top. It's close to the top. Did Blackish come out yet? By then. Yeah, Blackish was up, but I don't think ABC shows do that well. Like comedy, it's not now. on here. I don't see it anywhere. It's weird. Comedies never do well in like the Nielsen ratings compared to dramas and all that, like reality shows. But Big Bang Theory does for some reason. Yeah, exactly. Like Big Bang Theory is like one of like the few. Dude, it's so crazy actually. So Big Bang Theory is like the pretty much the highest if you don't count the footballs, right? 
And then a few below it is Young Sheldon. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. Actually. Oh. Who the fuck? Wa- Do people actually watch Young Sheldon? Right? A couple of episodes. <laughs> Brett, they just so. copied and pasted the fucking viewers from the Big Bang Theory to <laughs> yeah. Young Sheldon. Amrita, <laughs> one of your favorite shows is on here. This what, is this Us. This is Us? Yeah. yeah. That one does number seven. Do you guys think that cable TV is going to die off soon? With like no. Netflix originals and Disney. Oh, yeah. Plus and stuff. Hondo. You said no? I just, I watch a lot of cable TV and I feel like it's at a different, not level, but it's just different from Netflix shows. Not that they're necessarily better, but I feel like they fill a niche that Netflix doesn't. Yeah, I was going to say, the only reason I think it it will die off is because the prices for cable TV are still at the same. And in reality, they should probably go down and they should probably offer more packages so you can you can start choosing what shows you want exactly. I mean, I get a lot of my TV like through Hulu. Like, I don't want, I don't turn the TV on to watch anything. Yeah, like I, I still have Dish, and Dish still only has general packages. They don't have selected packages where you can choose exactly what channels you want. And I think they should have that because I think if they have that, then cable won't really die because you'll you can at least choose exactly what you you can pay exactly for what you want. Yeah, have you heard of Sling TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad has one. I have I have some expertise in this field because I had a broadcasting management class where we have these exact kind of situations. Um, so basically, cable will die out eventually. But the thing is, is that such a great proportion of all the viewership, especially in larger markets where a lot of the ratings are taken from, is an older audience which still watches nightly news and cable TV and all that stuff. So it's not going to die out in the next, like, 15 or 20 years. But after that, when, like, I don't know, people are, like, 30, 35 now, start becoming older and have families and start making all of the real, like, household decisions for multiple generations, then that's when that transition is going to happen and that everything is going to become digital. Um, so it will, just not for a while. I mean, even the cable, like, CBS has its own streaming platform now. Like, they're all putting out their own streaming platform where you have to pay premium to watch the show. But if they all have their own, isn't that the same thing as, like, paying for cable? No, because that way you can just pay for, like, each channel individually, kind of. Like, say you only watch CBS shows, but then you can just pay for CBS channel instead of paying for all of the channels. But what if I watch all of them? (laughs) Then Then you would get cable. (laughs) (laughs) But we're just saying that... I guess someone like you would be in a minority that would yeah. watch everything. Yeah. yeah, that's true. My question is, um, like it, the NFL runs the games, right? And they, whatever, they put on what, like ABC or NBC or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. Does the NFL pay NBC to broadcast their games on there? Or does NBC pay the NFL? NBC pays the NFL. So in that case, I guess football and like place, like things like that will always be on like those channels. But if you think about a show, right? a show you have to sell your show to uh like a tv channel and then they pick it up and give you the money to like make it right no it's the same because they pay for the rights don't you for every show no matter what it is you pay for the rights for like the exclusivity to broadcast that show but basically when you're owned by a greater network you can also share shows but the top the power five or whatever it's called they all make the executive decisions when it comes to what shows go where there's just a bidding war between all of those like huge corporations to just have the exclusivity to show mm-hmm. football. Like you're saying, like NFL somehow made some sort of crazy deals where they show different games on different networks at different times. They also have a deal with Amazon and like 
Twitter and like all this shit. So like, that's why they're like the most valuable sports organization in the world. It's because they can make deals with like four different, you know, probably top twenty most profitable companies in the world. Those companies get ads, so like they make money off of it too. So it's a win-win for everybody. So does okay. So say I have a show. I say I'm ABC and I have a show. Do I have to? Pay, who do I have to pay to like broadcast it? Like if you're ABC, they're gonna pay you to broadcast your stuff, and then they'll get their money back from the consumer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I guess once stream streaming sites like Netflix and Hulu, I mean they already have like Hulu has the live sports. Actually, I don't actually know what that means. I see that out all the time. But <laughs> once they start like paying, they start putting out the big bucks for um sports and stuff. They'll you doing the Joel Embiid one. <laughs> Hulu has live sports. <laughs> um, but what I was saying was, once the streaming service is putting out the big, mo- like the big bucks to get these sports, um, like football and basketball, then you could just see less and less people watching cable, essentially. Yeah, makes sense. No, I think that's a good place to end. Yeah, I think we hit all of it. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks, Emerza, for coming on. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Yeah, I make canvases with henna on them. I work really hard. My Insta is at henna on canvas. Check it out. We'll include uh, the at in our Instagram page, so check that out if you haven't already. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.